the only one who gets to decide your worth is you it doesn't come from your bank account or the number of friends you have it doesn't come from what someone else says you are worth it's called self worth for a reason it comes from you it comes from being yourself and being proud of who you are it comes from being someone that you can count on and someone you love the numbers will change with time but what won't change is who you are deep inside beautiful limitless wonderful creative strong capable and that is where your worth comes from nikki banas greetings everyone welcome to majorly talks with me your host neeti so this month we talk about love sounds familiar well not exactly in the four sundays of february we are going to talk about four different types of love with four interesting guests in today's episode we talk about philosophia or self love love is often associated with adaptability compromises adjustments sacrifices and even alleged as an ailment but what exactly is love and what does it actually mean when we put the self at first how important is it to love ourselves what are the myths associated with it these are few things we'll be talking with our guest for the show Ria Roy Ria Roy is a digital creator and a passionate writer and creator of Nook which is an e-newsletter So let us see how Ria found her purpose of life in Nook and what are her thoughts on self-love Hi Ria welcome to the Majorly Talks Hi Neeti such a pleasure to be here Um I'm really really happy that finally I am uh, uh talking to someone I've been only uh, knowing through the Nook right, <laughs> right. <laughs> So it's it's a real pleasure for me uh so Uh, tell our listeners about yourself and your journey uh, to the nook mm, i am hi everyone <laughs> <laughs> i am a writer uh, i am an indian based out of bhutan um i was born here i did most of my schooling here um mm-hmm. but for my graduation and my post grads i went to calcutta mm-hmm. um i'm back here right now and um, in a way stuck because of the pandemic uh but i'm working oh. from here um okay and uh, the journey of nook is connected to this whole thing of being stuck in one place and being cut off from the world so um 
do you want me to tell you about the journey of the nook yeah yeah we would love to hear that okay i would love to, i love talking about it so yes um, and it, and we love reading <laughs> thank you so much um so i think it was uh the idea started it didn't start then because i wasn't aware of it but mm. in march last year uh bhutan closed its doors to the world because of the pandemic yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, three months into it and several reflections later i started mm-hmm. wondering if i should uh, create a space to put down mm-hmm. my uh, numerous thoughts that go through my head all the time i thought i should carve out a space <laughs> where i can put it out and yeah. share the things that uh, have give had given me joy during that time despite being cut off from the world physically you know so i thought what if someone else could connect with it or just the joy of sharing it and um, mm-hmm. maybe making a friend in the process so Correct. um that was something that was playing on my mind but um, during that time i don't know as if it's um, uh, something the universe picked up on i got yeah. an invitation from a friend who asked me to uh, curate her newsletter for one edition and oh, i thought nice. okay why not that's that was a completely new world you know uh, so i thought yeah i'll i'll say yes to that and i did that and i got a very positive response because people personally emailed me though it was someone else's newsletter and i'd just done one edition they uh-huh. uh, mailed me and said that they really enjoyed reading it so i thought that's and that that was enough encouragement for me you know to start my own thing and yeah I spoke to a few friends and uh, they were they they felt very positive about it and they get, gave me a heads up and I I said of course let's let's go for it. And uh, yeah so uh, in July 26th on July 26th we um, I rolled it out to the world. The nook was born on that day. Wow that's so beautiful. And and uh, will it be uh, will it be apt to say that you found uh, a purpose for yourself in the nook? <laughs> in, yes I think so because uh, a friend of mine told me that it's as if you were born to do this. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow so I, that's so amazing. That felt really good. And dear listeners I would like to tell you I've been following Nick's uh, Nook since the time it was uh, born and um, I've been uh, reading the articles I in fact I I can't tell you Ria how I look forward to the Sunday and you know <laughs> when I get the email notification of the uh, newsletter and mm-hmm. uh, you know that warmth that passion uh that that uh desire deep inside you to give something to the world mm-hmm. is is absolutely is absolutely visible in the uh, in the newsletter and and we uh, personally i really enjoyed the nook and uh, dear listeners those who would like to uh, want some good good therapeutic reading then you <laughs> should subscribe to the nook so um february ria uh, we talk of love and when it comes to love more than often the self is forgotten or ignored right how important is self love and especially when we talk in this covid uh, era mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um 
if you ask me uh, self love is one of the most important forms of love or the first mm-hmm. step toward love um mm-hmm. m- my favorite quote which um if i had the courage to get it tattooed on my arm i would is um, <laughs> love without knowing how to love wounds the person we love it's it's by wow. the monk thiknathan and wow. i think nothing explains the value of self love better than that quote you know yes I mean, if you don't know how to love yourself you're bound to wound yourself and a wounded person just carries that hurt with them out into the world and uh, that is going to be their love language you know because they mm-hmm. don't they haven't experienced better what they correct with themselves is what they are going to take out into the world and offer it to others so yes. yeah most important form of love could you repeat the quote for us sure so the quote is uh, to love without knowing how to love wounds the person we love wow that's so beautiful that's so beautiful and it sounds more beautiful in your voice i must tell you that <laughs> thank you so much that's so uh, what are the according to you three simple ways of ensuring self love and giving mm-hmm. ourselves that assurance that okay you are being loved you know mm-hmm. i think um, before getting down to the how to of self love you know um, mm-hmm. it's it's important that um, we understand the concept better because Correct. there's a lot of uh you know unlearning to do before we can get on this journey so if Correct. if you know i could borrow some more from thiknathan uh, because mm-hmm. uh, monks and saints like them usually enca- encapsulate the whole universe in the simplest of words and like i uh, i usually say the softest of wisdom so yeah. what he says is to love someone it is the first step is to understand them and to Correct. understand them you have to listen to them you mm-hmm. know with complete attention like what you're doing right now with me right yeah yeah so i i feel i am i am in a safe space where someone is actually uh, you know uh, curious and excited about what i have to say so Correct. it is it is this generous listening that you are offering right now uh, which is filled with curiosity and vulnerability you know willingness to be surprised like you've not yeah. come to this talk already having an assumption about me you are here to explore the the know who i am and all of that so there is that curiosity uh, mm-hmm. which is fueling this conversation so it's about carrying this idea of listening uh, when uh, and sitting with yourself with that idea you know like you're meeting yourself for the first time Correct. So, so I think if if we were to talk about ways to ensure this, the first step, or first you could you could divide it into three or call it the most important step is the art of journaling. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I think it. I I'm not sure, but I think it was Wordsworth who said that you you have to fill your paper with the breathings of your heart. Wow. And, nothing yeah. captures journaling better than that you know where you sit down yeah. with your heart and you trying to rebuild that trust mm-hmm. that uh, that your heart may have lost on you because of neglect mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um 
when we were children, we were so in tune with what our heart had and that is what we did without using our minds and over over a period of time we learn not to do that because of the idea of danger and all of that is there but i think we overdo it and yeah. we stop listening to the heart yeah. and so you know when you sit down with the heart after a long time it is not going to spill out secrets you cannot expect it to do that so you Correct. have to be okay with sitting in silence and uh, and an empty paper maybe for weeks together and after you've shown your heart the sincerity that you are here to sit and listen and not here to judge mm-hmm. after very very soon it will start pouring out and telling you how to it, it is going to guide you how to love yourself it will tell you about the steps that you need to because for every person i think it's different you cannot have a set of rules of self love that applies to everybody so let your heart be that guide so be friendly wow. that's what so- i believe beautiful beautiful let your heart be your guide listeners do, do you uh, uh, understand the depth of this simple sentence which riya told us i mean it's beautiful beautiful so uh, yeah so that's the first step how about the mm-hmm. second the the second and third and fourth and fifth and everything that you need to do because mm-hmm. of you are going to change with time and so your requirements are going to change so Correct. once you befriended your heart your heart will tell you about the steps maybe it will be different on different days yeah know? and it will so, be different for different people also right exactly exactly so you, you know you have you are carrying that guide with you <laughs> inside wow. your chest in your being so yeah. you know look inside and you'll find your answers yeah so dear listeners if you are thinking of uh, giving journaling a uh, journaling a try and you think that okay 21 days i have that habit in place that's not going to really work you have to follow your heart let your heart be the guide you are looking for yeah nook precisely means the corner or or you know that that's space where probably uh, you know uh, what i and, <laughs> yeah yeah the, where where nothing can happen you're just at the corner and you know that's that's some space where you find yourself alone right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh in one of your editions of nook you also spoke of aloneness vis-a-vis loneliness and why one must understand the difference between the two keeping in mind the essence of self love how do you see aloneness be embraced and loneliness can be dealt with mm-hmm. for this i think we have to back up a little in the sense that uh, mm-hmm. when, when i was starting the nook i was reading this book uh, called when things fall apart which is mm-hmm. when the pandemic hit and i felt like this is the ultimate book that one could and i actually found it it picked me so uh, in that while i was reading and while i was feeling cornered by the universe obviously the universe was not you know following a plan to corner me but that is how i felt and uh-huh. be honest with yourself about how you're feeling correct so when i felt like that when i felt cornered when i felt my back was to the wall and uh, you know that the ground beneath me was shaking i found mm-hmm. this book 
this book taught me how to be present in that present with that feeling without judging it i'm reminded hmm. of a quote from the book uh, from this book which said um, which says uh, pain is not a punishment and pleasure is not a reward so you know wow. it's not about assigning this good and bad um, thing to a feeling correct so the same applies to aloneness and loneliness i think both of them are valid human emotions valid because we feel it it is there it's present right yes okay. so it's there it's valid and you're feeling it but as soon as you start labeling it as soon hmm. as you uh, usually we label aloneness as a as an amazing virtue you know your ability Correct. to be with yourself and loneliness is looked down upon and is considered a bad feeling right Correct. when when you're not okay with being with yourself is when you feel lonely but hmm. as soon as we do this as soon as we label it we get into this habitual pattern of running away from loneliness mm. or uh, pretending to be okay with aloneness and when you do that you're not attuned you are not in tune with your feelings mm. you know you are not sitting with them as if you're experiencing them for the first time and le- letting them tell you what's going on correct you know let uh, explore it in such a way as if you're experiencing it for the first time without following the habitual pa- patterns of running away or pretending to be something just mm-hmm. because you think that that is how you should be dealing with it or you're supposed to you know there is no supposed to there is no should it's yeah. it's open completely open so with self love it's it's that don't go in with the idea that i'm embracing self love because i don't need anyone we we as a species we we are social animals so we need to be a part of a community we need that feeling of belongingness so don't throw Correct. that away just your favorite writer or favorite artist was absolutely okay being all by themselves and you know churning out novels or poems hmm. you don't have to or you also don't have to do the opposite of that find out what you need to do by being honest with yourself and letting that feeling speak to you yeah because it is not for others that you have to do it is for yourself it exactly. it is for yourself and you know when we live our lives uh, uh keeping this in mind we we think that we need to know what others expect of us and we that validation i don't know for everything we look for some kind of a validation either from others or we are always concerned about others there's always this others playing up a lot in our lives you know and uh, uh, you know and when we st- and that labeling which you spoke of you know we label we i don't know why we have in that urge of labeling things and we talk I when we it is because of if i may interrupt you sure 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 because of um feeling of security you know as you yeah. we are taught to label things so that as soon as we name it we have a name for something we know how to deal with it correct so we can take out our toolkit and we know okay for this i have these tools available you know mm-hmm. it can uh, i can deal with it this way so it's very it has become a pattern for us to name things but it's also doing a great deal of harm yeah you know? just look at it like you're looking at it for the first time it is vulnerable it is scary but it is completely worth it correct correct so when we talk of labeling self love is often confused with selfishness <laughs> what is your take on that 
I think um, as if I could talk about, you know, uh, pouring from an empty cup, you know, mm-hmm. if your cup is empty, you cannot mm-hmm. pour it out. You have nothing to pour. Or Correct. if your cup is full of self-hatred, that is what you're going to pour, right? But this is the wrong understanding of self-love, I think, is something that most people are now aware of. Mm. I think what people are still unaware of is how we understand selfishness or how we understand uh, if we were to relate selfishness with narcissism yeah yeah love is connected to that being full of yourself you know uh, Mm -hmm. trying to uh, attract too much attention uh, toward yourself but um, I remember reading this uh, lovely research on a narcissism done by Brené Brown and um, Brené Brown throughout her life mostly has studied shame and vulnerability and she likes to look at concepts from this lens Mm -hmm. so she looks at narcissism also through this lens and she says that uh, what we think is the too much uh, is too much of something Mm -hmm. is actually the feeling of uh, lack yeah you know yeah she says narcissism is um, this feeling of not being enough and to compensate that feeling that you have within you, hmm. you uh, draw too much attention to yourself or uh, do yeah. too much of something because you are feeling that lack within you. So if yeah. your solution to narcissism is to uh, shame someone or put them into place, hmm. you're actually adding to the problem. You know, Correct. they already have an empty cup and that is why they are uh, doing too much of something else. So, for me, uh, coming back to the question, I think self-love or self-care is not selfishness. It is the cure to selfishness, you know? Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like in, in, in graphology also, you know, I, I've, I've been practicing it for quite some time. We say that exaggeration is actually an illusion and deception. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people often, uh, they try to do something to uh, cover up their hollowness so this is this is so beautifully you uh, this is so beautifully you have brought out that you know if one understands self love then probably uh, they won't end up being selfish right mm-hmm. or maybe they'll cure the selfishness yeah and if the proper understanding of self love yeah so beautiful i read a quote on the nook seekers page uh, recently love is not mm-hmm. love until it's vulnerable does mm-hmm. it apply to self love too absolutely it does so you know um, if we were talk if we were to talk about courage mm-hmm. it comes from the word core which means heart hmm. and uh, to have courage is to do something with heart and uh, in self-love you're sitting with your heart you're actually it's like an untended garden that you're finally sitting down with and have decided to transform it into the beauty that it once was and um, you know the mind and the heart can be a terrible place if it's not tended to Mm. and now you're finally deciding to sit and clear the mess up so I think there can be nothing more courageous than that and you know to be able to take that on is being uh, okay with sitting down with vulnerability you know yeah so this concept of vulnerability and courage is so intrinsic to self-care and love wow 
so uh, uh, okay now coming to our uh, next query in one of your uh, pieces you speak mm-hmm. about freedom of love so we just spoke about vulnerable vulnerability related to love so you speak about freedom of love and how important do you think it it is in self love what kind of freedom or liberation one would achieve in self love or can look I for think, mm-hmm. i think you're freeing yourself from the idea of who you think you are no okay over over the days through your life you have a picture of yourself uh, you've gathered that from however others have treated you or whatever you think you know about yourself or whatever has happened in different situations your experiences and all of that through that mm-hmm. you have a picture of yourself or an idea of who you think you are right Correct. now self care you are actually willing to give that up to give that image up and to see whether it's true or not this idea of who i am if i think that i am someone who's um you know very caring i may have mm. this idea of myself because throughout my life i've cared for other people but if i'm willing for a minute to let go of that image and to let myself see mm. if it's true or not mm. you know not through the mind but through the heart mm. i think that is the freedom that we are looking at the freedom from the ego the self made image of the self <laughs> yeah so i think that's the freedom that i'm talking about yeah and i think so these are uh, this this image is often guided uh, by certain biases and certain mm-hmm. you know uh, feedbacks from our society also you know like they put they have uh, fixated that you know if you do 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 these things this makes you like this so somebody does that also play upon that on on mm-hmm. on i think yeah. i think uh, you know if we go back to how we started uh, when we spoke about to love someone without knowing them you know is to wound them i ruined yeah. the quote but that was the message yeah. uh, is um, is the same thing we are carrying that wound around and we are inflicting it upon each other yeah and we are uh, that is the basis of who everyone thinks they are correct know? correct wounds of each other uh, telling each other who they are so for once if we decide to drop it to just test it hmm. even that is a big freedom it doesn't seem like it but once you try it you see that you actually you don't have to believe in what you who you think you are that is a big freedom wow so true so true so ria there have been at times arguments and allegations that the concept of concept of self love self care mm-hmm. self pampering are all weakening the coming generations how do you visualize its importance for the uh, uh, for the generations to come mm-hmm. i think you know like we spoke about concepts of vulnerability we spoke about concepts of shame yeah. and uh, concept of courage i think will being okay with sitting down with your shame hmm. nothing can be more courageous than that or braver than that you know this hmm. is the this is self discipline at its best i am making myself a better person i am improving my love towards myself so that i can love you better correct that, correct nothing can take more courage than that so i think 
it all stems from this understanding of it being uh, something that's weakening the next generations by weakening if we mean that it's making them f- more fluid hmm. it's making them courageous enough to say that i think what i'm saying is wrong and i am okay to listening to what you have to say yeah i think nothing more courageous than that if that is weak then it's okay you know yeah. maybe we've had yeah. a wrong concept of strength all this while correct correct and and if you have to confuse like it's kind of an adaptability you're doing with yourself you know mm-hmm. you are you are making yourself more adaptable to situations by uh, doing this uh so i have one last question before we wind up our uh, conversation um sure. uh, is it, how do you uh, visualize this fact that you know many a times uh, we uh, put ourselves on the platter of good and bad and you know mm-hmm. irrespective of what it is if it is good still we get pressurized under that and we are you know we are so pressurized to be uh structured in that <laughs> manner and even and if we are bad then that guilt you know you put yourself on a guilt trip mm-hmm. how to deal this when we talk of self love how do we deal this mm-hmm. i think to stop um to remember that you owe it to yourself first yeah you know yeah to look at your life as an experiment mm mm-hmm. and then you know keep failing as a scientist and not look at that failure as the way we generally look at failure but actually a step toward knowing the answer you know yeah you fail you've not failed a thousand times you've learned thousand ways not to do it yeah. you know yeah so life should be approached like that way is what i feel to be okay with failing and to have to have new definitions for everything to not take everything the way it's been given to you to find your own definitions i think that frees you and allows you to approach life curiously approach life as a mystery walk into the mystery be okay with walking into it and whoever likes to join you have them beside you okay make uh, you know make your life open enough to have them in and mm-hmm. make your life open enough to let them go when they want to correct you know you Now, have to be um you have to be on that path correct so so self love is or if we can put it in one uh, uh way a perspective to our listeners self love mm-hmm. is about having ownership of yourself first mm-hmm. allowing yourself to your heart to guide uh, uh you through this and uh, mm-hmm. have a certain self discipline in place and uh, mm-hmm. be on this constant perennial uh, self exploration right absolutely you've encapsulated it beautifully <laughs> thank you so what would be your mm-hmm. uh, message to our listeners my message would be first of all i'd like to thank them for listening to me for all this while and then i would just ask them to go and immediately go and give this a try the art of journaling you know sit down and whatever your heart is telling you listen to it and try to write it down and see what it has to say to you don't go with assumptions don't go with judgments try it for a few days and then you'll see for yourself 
you'll see the results for yourself wow thank you so much riya it was such a lovely interaction with you and uh, it was uh, it, ha- it is as pleasant as uh, reading the nook and uh, definitely uh, more fortunate because the creator is herself uh, uh, demystifying uh, this <laughs> subject to us so thank you once again uh, dear listeners if you want to connect with uh, riya you can uh, follow her on instagram by the name the nook seeker if i'm not wrong at the rate nook seeker yeah, yeah. yes and uh, you can message her you can get you can uh, approach her how to subscribe to the nook i'm very sure riya will be kind enough to guide you with that so all the very best riya looking for uh, more ventures and more endeavors of yours and uh, more reading of the nook <laughs> thank you so much nitya thank, thank you. you so much for my pleasure thank you so much have a great day hope you enjoyed this candid conversation with riya on self love next week i bring to you yet another guest and we talk about storch or love in friendship until then stay tuned and keep listening to majorly talks have a great week ahead bye bye